Dynamite Eddie. This is going to be one of the ones where we play Dungeons and Dragons again. So if you don't like Dungeons or Dragons, and you didn't like the last episode where we did this, you're out of luck, I'm afraid. Um, Tune in next week. Tune in next week or Fortnite or whatever. Um, <laughs> so I'm Mick Lockerty, that's the voice you can hear just now. Joining me, we have Mr. Leo Glaster. Howdy. Mr. Andy MacArthur. Kirishiwa. Mr. Aero Clockerty. Yo! And Mr. Mick McCormick. Hello. So yeah, I mean, praise Satan, hail the Dark Lord, thanks for the dragons, uh, and such. So otherwise, I think we're going to be kicking off our role-playing. I think I don't really need to explain the mechanics of it again. <laughs> Hopefully you listen to the first one, you, you will be at least a little bit aware of what's going on. Or if you listen to other things like this, then that, that should be fine. Do you want to reintroduce your characters, maybe? Give a little bit of flavour in that sense. Yeah. Right, uh, we'll start with McCormick this time. I am Brian Moonflower, uh, a bit of a, a dweeb who was captured by mind flayers, experimented on, and has ended up with sorceress powers, which are powerful but also quite off putting to everyone around them. Lots of tentacles involved. Yep, a lot of Lovecraftian and creepy tendrils and such involved that um, kind of alienate my friends, family and acquaintances. That's the good shit. Aero, you want to tell us about your very heroic role-playing character that you play as? I am Jeffrey Treesorrow. I am the hero of the story. Uh, I came from a well-to-do family. I figured, hey, why not? I'll try this cleric stuff just for a bit of a laugh. Turns out I'm pretty good at it, and I figured I've got to share my amazing gift with the rest of these plebs. Can you remember what your god is called and what your religion is this time? Uh, I am part of the life domain, yeah. and I'm going to get my god's name wrong, which is embarrassing, but Karelian? Close enough. Uh, I'll take that. And the, the contractors that run what calls it. Andy, what's this uh, unique and special backstory you pen? Definitely all original. Aye, uh, I'm Knuckles the Achirna of Hesank, which is a district of the Floating Island from Sonic 3. Um, <laughs> I lost a game of football against the people that were trying to take over the island, and the game wasn't for a cup or anything, it was for the Master Emerald. So because mm. I scored an OG that sold the jerseys, I've been shunned. Um, so I'm kind of, as Chandler Jackson put it, like Kane and Kung Fu, I'm just walking the earth, looking for a purpose. And he's a, he's a Goliath monk. Aye. And Leo, who we got? I'm playing uh, Ingrid Soggybottom, who is a, a Dugar Grey Dwarf uh, bard. Um, I'm from a race of dwarves that live underground in the Underdark and they're all evil and nasty and I got kicked out because I just wanted to be a star um, and now I'm wandering the earth trying to find a place for my music in the world There's got to be a bass player among one of these three boys <laughs> <laughs> So, since we last met our heroes <laughs> It was the promise of a good night out that brought you here to the Star and Garter Rather, not even a good night out necessarily, but a proper pub. You've been journeying together for some months now, getting into scrapes and earning coin here and there, clearing out the old bandit camp or slaying a wolf or two, but you're tired. You are quite literally weary travellers. So when you heard from a wandering merchant about his favourite pub in the halfling settlement of Larkfield, you had to come and check it out for yourselves. As promised, the place is pretty good. There's nothing special about it per se, 
But as you look up at the tables and you see the laughing faces, friends cracking jokes, swapping stories, singing songs, you're aware that what this place has and what you've been lacking in your life the last wee while, a bit of atmosphere. That's all. Simple as that. There's a hustle and bustle to the place. There's a loop player in the corner. He's actually carrying quite a decent tune, but he's not playing so loud that you kind of talk over him. That's always a pain in the arse. <laughs> um, you see some of the local jetties just swaying back in their fourth in their chairs, like bobbing their head along to the songs. And then there's the beer. That's the other big draw of this place. Uh, most of the tunes that you've been going through have been human settlements where they tend to drink a kind of bitter ale. Run about the two percent mark. It's, it's just not very nice. Yeah, it's he's been he's been in want of a good pint for a while, and this place is fucking delivering. Pretty much every tag up in the place is full of this speciality halfling red ale. Nice. Um, it's got an ever so sweet aftertaste to it, but it doesn't really linger on the palate, and it's run about you know about the five percent mark. These are getting pleasantly quite pished and yeah. just getting full of this ale and enjoying your night. So you've got your room for the evening, a table by the fire, and enough coins on you to drink fucking as long as you like. What would you be doing in an evening at the pub? I think that Ingrid would like to go up to the bar and inquire with one of the staff what the script is with free pints for performers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and whether they right. get any free drinks. So... And also what the kind of open mic policy is of the, of the starring bar. So you approach the bar, the owner, or what you presume to be the owner, he's polishing a glass, um, he's got sort of thick brown hair, green eyes, he's a dwarven man, he stands about 3 foot 11 tall, he's got quite a muscular build, a scarred face, uh, like a kind of Van Dyke beard, you feel as if maybe this guy's seen a bit of action, he sort of eyes you up as you walk over. Uh, Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Dick Van Dyke. Oh, oh yeah, I made it bottoms and shit. Like, so uh, 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 I just. What can I do for you? Yeah. <laughs> another one and go, yeah! What's the script with uh, your open mic policy? He's, uh, he's eyeing you up a little bit actually. He's like, I've never seen one of your kind before. Uh, Are you one of the great morphs, I, for the Underdark? Uh, I'm gonna um, flash a. Uh, a charismatic look I'm, <laughs> and I'm going to sort of uh, just produce my pipes and I'm just going to be like aye but, uh, <laughs> is this like a alright do that charisma check I suppose let's get a dice roll All right. oh fuck uh, it, what am I rolling here is it persuasion just, just, straight, just a straight up charisma because you're just trying to look like cool alright that's a 10 then 10 yeah he's like Ah, anybody's money's as good as anybody else's here, pal. I'm not a fucking racist, right? <laughs> uh, the open mic policy. Aye, do you know what? Couple of freebie pints your way if you bring a house down. You want to go up and play a set? I'm more than happy for you. Uh, Barry, the loop player, is going to be finished up probably in about an hour's time. Needed, job, pal. <laughs> uh, and I, uh, I go off and uh, secure myself a seat somewhere close to where Barry, the loop player, is. All right, okay. Right. I'd like to make a. I'd like to also take advantage of the open mic policy this evening and exercise my performance. Right. Uh, are you? What, what is the, the kind of casting music of his? Uh, uh, I just want to bore everybody to tears with my story, with my, my journey. Are you going to ask? You want to go up and tell a spoken word story? Right. <laughs> Not so much. That. It's merely like an improv. I have a lot here. I've had too much red uh, paints. Too much. Too much red drink. 
Uh, flown through my, my man cave here in the veins, and I wanted to go up and I wanted to do I, I just had to bore everybody to tears for a few hours. About, right. um, so are, you, are you putting this across to Big Rab? Aye. Aye. Is that alright, Rab? Pal, this is a fucking pub, right? I'm not having a fucking spoken word sob story. Just get out of the bottles, get the fuck. Are you alright, Rab? No worries. But do you know what? Fucking, I'm always interested in a wee bit of chat. I've never seen one of you before either. Right. Fucking, come and give us a bit of talking later. Fucking, I want to know your backstory, pal. Aye. Right, they bought so they are all. <laughs> no, no. He doesn't want it. He doesn't think I'm going to buy it. Aye, aye, aye. Okay, so I also go up to the barman and go. So once. Oh, fancy lad. Hey, fancy lad. What can I get for you? I'm just curious, so. Thank you. Got off a clean shot on you there, pal. Your fellow playing the loot there, I believe I overheard you saying that once he's finished his set, my good friend Ingrid could go and perform and get some free booze for everyone, correct? Aye, I'll be around for it for all, for for all ease, aye. Ingrid uh, overhears uh, Jeffrey referring to him as his good friend, and he just <laughs> he just sort of leans out into view of the of the bar. And just <laughs> I immediately go. That's all I need to hear, and walk up to the loop player, and I would like to use my command spell to make him stop. Oh, uh, thank you, Barry. Natural 20. Oh. <laughs> so I just go, stop! And he just looks at me. He looks at you, pauses for a second, and then without missing a beat. <laughs> I walk up to Ingrid, shrug, and go, I tried. And then order a pint of red ale. I like Ingrid's to ask uh, the barman what time his breaks up. Uh, <laughs> so if I could use, what would I use for that? Investigation, perhaps? Um, the barman will just tell you. Um, I... I pretty much I'm walking around the clock here, pal. It's an inn. We've, get, we've got rooms upstairs, we've got a bar downstairs. I'm here all the time. I'm saying that, but see if like, your uh, perception, see if your attention was maybe directed elsewhere, would that make like, the bar and particularly the till um, open to kind of exploitation investigation? Well, you've got me here and you've got my missus, uh, Bally, uh, Bally Lava Shield, with the Lava Shields we're on this place. Um, so she'll be keeping an eye on the till, and I will as well, you fucking fly ass. Brian, you up to much of the pub this evening? So, after Brian's in a few um, dark, brooding, bitter quarters, he's usually quite quiet, right? But after he has a few drinks, what he tends to do is he he'll start a conversation with a random punter and he's, he's talking to um, a man who kind of has a, a visible look of fear in his eyes but he's kind of cornered, he kind of can't walk away without looking, um, you know, coming across his route so he's basically cowering uh, in fear while Brian chews the ear off him and, and he's saying that so, that, right, the thing, the thing about the ethereal plane actually, actually is that you know, people think that Elysium is actually associated with the um, the the neutral good uh, alignment. But the thing is, right, the, the thing is, not a lot of people know this, right? But I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm, 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 I'm just waiting in my pals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting in my pals. 
<laughs> you're talking to a 15 year old uh, what you call a stout halfling she's a halfling but he's got a wee bit of ponch to him with sort of like pock marks like dark brown hair like <laughs> Well, you know, hang, hang about explaining about let's say you know, you saw, you saw fun in games, you know, you're like, you're in a situation and there's, and there's, there's, there's rivers that are wine flowing and it's paradise, but I, I know, I know, I know what it's like, I know that it's, it's all fake. It's um, all fucking fake. And this time we actually worship uh, Jergal, he, he's like... Uh, Ash, but... Oh... <laughs> Okay, that catches a couple of people's attention. Did it catch Rab's? <laughs> uh, no, Big Rab didn't see you spitting his flair. Oh, maybe yeah. we have some choice words to say. <laughs> so Rab doesn't see it? Bastard, I'm going to roll for stealth here. Right. <laughs> We're hoping Big Rab <laughs> So you're fucking chewing the ear off this fucking poor boy who you've kind of cornered in the pub. Jeffrey's just kicking about making himself a nuisance. <laughs> Knuckles, apparently a fucking... Paragon of virtue, monk wandering the earth is eyeing up the fucking till. But <laughs> <laughs> well, let's fast forward a wee bit and uh, we'll see how well fucking Ingrid does with his bagpipe performance. Oh, Alright, okay, so uh, I'm guessing Paradise Plays finished his his set. Fast forward and a wee bit, I just put it back into the case. He right. momentarily paused my conversation to listen to Ingrid Pipes. <laughs> uh, Barry gives you a nod and. Um, Packs his loot away and goes and sits at the bar, claims I, his pipe. I gave him a, a kind of knowing nod as well. Yeah, like he's like it's not like he's not each other and no, shit. It's, it's more like, just kind of like yeah, professional. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, just a little. Like, I'm trying I've to. I've heard the bar and say, "What's your opinions on the astral plane?" <laughs> I'm very much trying to give the impression that I am. I consider myself to be at least an equal, if not superior, to Barry. Yeah. Uh, before Barry sits down, I stop him and say, "Watch my boy tear the fucking house down." <laughs> uh, he blanks you. <laughs> right. So I get up on the on the stage, and I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm not kind of the the image of of the sort of star performer uh, kind of shuffle on a little bit sort of a little portly man yeah kind of not really like kind of glancing about a little bit but not really looking at anyone I get the set the pipes going I set the drone going and then uh, sing a wee song um he go, the, 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 the drone's going and he just goes Ilya boys let her go boys swing her head round and all together and I just start singing a, a, a sort of folky song roll a performance check 22. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you, you are fucking bringing the house Everybody starts stamping and clapping and, like, singing along. The fucking big dwarf behind the bar is fucking beaming, man. He's well impressed. Does he uh, leave the bar to take up and shake the bar's hand in <laughs> When you finish that tune, he goes... Right, everybody in England drinks for free tonight. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the table I'm sitting at, is there any like food or things I can nibble on? Um, not just now, it's kind of night time, it's kind of the kitchen's closed. Is there anything I can lob at the loot player and be like, fucking told you? You could go over and like shove him and be a dick to him, I don't really. Is there any uh, I purposely go over him and spill a bit of a drink on him and say, I told you. Look, pal, I'm, I'm not looking for any trouble. I just, um, do you know what? Fuck this. Right. He, he walks up to his room. <laughs> I'd like to, uh, to Rab and I'll ask myself in the back. I'd like to ask him what the, the history of this place is. 
Well, since you asked, um, you know, Larkfield's an old town. It's been about for a couple of hundred years. Is it? I mean, this pub is obviously in the halfling part of town. There are newer kind of stone buildings in the human part of town, but this pub, some people say, is old as the town itself. And you know, I'm fucking a couple of hundred years old myself. Right. I've been around a long time. As he's having that conversation, uh, his missus comes over with two sort of big picture-type things as maybe Ingrid comes back to the table to join you's and he says, this is fucking Big Rab's special reserve. Has Rab weren't anything on his hands or jewelry-wise? <laughs> nah. Nah, alright. He's, he's a simple man, he's an innkeeper. But he's got Big Rab's special reserve and he's like getting four of the pints. Right. Um, and I'm going to say, black it. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> alright. Okay. So... So my command spell come back now that we've blacked out because I yeah, did it. Like, um, fuck. Is that the period of rest? It's a long rest. I mean, if he's had known any better, you, you could have been firing spells into the air. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I really um, wish to turn myself purple now. He's all wake up with fucking pounding headaches, right? Uh, Pretty much uh, no yeah. recollection of the, the night before. You remember Big Rab's missus coming up and putting a special reserve on the table? Pretty much fuck all else. Knuckles is starfished on the only bed oh, in the room. Oh no, the fear. Brian, the fear. <laughs> Brian has his head kind of propped up on the side of it. He's kind of sitting, like sleeping in a weird L shape. And uh, Ingrid, and Jeff- close to home. <laughs> In- Ingrid and Jeffrey are both like spooning on the floor. Man, <laughs> <laughs> big spooner of the little spoon. I must have uh, that spoon being a dwarf. Yeah, let's have a jetpack. Maybe he's have a little bit of that fucking planes, trains, and automobiles moment yeah. where it's really comfy, and then you just wake up and go, oh, <laughs> see the football score. Uh, a very uh, particularly funny place, pipe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's woken up, presumably at your room in the inn, but you just can't remember a fucking thing. And more to the point, these are all hanging. Right. Uh, I immediately search the room to see if there's any recovering any <laughs> Man, I saw it. That's bad. As I pat knuckles on the back. That's good. That. Uh, make an investigation check. Ah, crap! What dice I roll for this? Uh, sorry, twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah. And then add your investigation skill. That is twelve, and my investigation is zero. So that's twelve. Uh, there is a jug of water on the nightstand. One. Uh, a big jug. Right. I immediately go up to it and take a big dirty glug off it. <laughs> like half the thing's done by the time I'm done glugging it. Jeffrey, do you mind if I have two in that, please? Uh, <laughs> could that employ stealth to have got in there before? Oh! oh. <laughs> I don't think we can go back in time. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so no. I've drank half this drug to myself. <laughs> really hope it's not poisoned. <laughs> Offer it to the room like anyone so, want a drink. So we're sitting, can I? Bated breath to see what the action is after he's drank this, what seems to be water. It's a chunk of water at a fucking hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone want this water? No, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like some water, please. I immediately go over to Brian and give him the jug. Um, I drink as much water as may be deemed socially acceptable. Maybe about 
300 milliliters. Is <laughs> MDL's so, coming out? But you are still hungover, like you, you feel a little bit better, but fucking so, spoiling this is a badge. Could we do just a wee bit of kind of half-hearted investigation to see what we're surrounding? <laughs> you are in a pretty simple um, room at an inn. There is one bed. There's a window. Do you, look out, do you look outside. It looks to be afternoon, probably after 12 o'clock. Is it um, sunny? Um, the sun's sort of poking out behind some clouds. It's not a particularly sunny day, but you know it's nice enough. Um, Can I smash the window? <laughs> there is a door. Oh, right, okay. Can I smash your window? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay, uh, D20. Well, well just, just, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> okay, window. You're just going to... In fact... Well, where you let your elbow... I roll, roll a strength check. So what's that, 20, aye? Right? Yep. Right, hold on. Right, okay, so 23. Right, um, yeah, you smash the window, um, take fucking one point of damage. Uh, <laughs> okay. You slash your hand up a wee bit. Alright. Now, the next thing you hear is just a set of feet just bounding up the fucking stairs, and the door just flying open, and standing there is Big Rab's Mrs. Uh, Bally, and she's like, What the fuck are you playing at? To who? You! Me. The guy standing with a dripping hand next to the fucking window. Uh, so I use my terms of persuasion to say nothing then. Make a persuasion <laughs> check. So, 22. You're paying for the fucking... How <laughs> <laughs> much gold you got on you? Oh man, I've only got this crown, I'll give you half it. She takes the crown off. <laughs> tucks, tucks it into your fucking bra. Didn't you hear it? Aye. Well, she's taking that off you. Well, what if I... That's the end of that story then. <laughs> what if I challenge it to a Jew or something? Fuck, you want to kill an old woman at a fucking inn? She's trying to take my crown off me. She's taking it off. She's, she's brother. Right, that crown's still Right, uh, I would like to cast Zone of Truth right now. Yeah, okay. Okay, uh, do I have to roll anything for it? What? No, everybody has to make a wisdom saving throw. But what race? Right. What dice you want to be? Nine. Uh, Zero. Six. Fifteen. Uh, the woman passes. Um, oh, fuck. Brian fails. Uh, Ingrid fails. Yeah. Um, Knuckles passes. Sorry, okay. D20 for this, right? You don't need to do anything. Oh, good. So, so you're still. So, um, you've got. All these guys are for some truth, but. No, for some reason you've got Ingrid and Brian in a truth zone. And you're still in a hotel room and you haven't walked downstairs and gone on a so fucking adventure. So, uh, <laughs> I'm a virgin! Is Rab's missus still in the room? Yes! Right, on the way out, right. I'm operating on there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I asked Rab's missus, okay, clearly I've got trust issues. Woke up, didn't know what I did last night. I made a miscast from my spells. I'm sorry about that. I can you understand why you would be edgy. It was a tough fight that he's had, but you know we're all really proud of you. We're all really fucking. Um, a fight. Oh. Oh. Who did we fight? <laughs> you boys are heroes. Maybe apart from that wrong in the smash. <laughs> but God, I. Am I included in this statement? Oh yes, of course yourself. Yeah. Um. And if you come downstairs, we'll prepare a nice breakfast for you. But yeah, I mean he's he's done the town a great service, and she turns and leaves. Aye, with my fucking crown. Just got to talk to her, That's what you get for breaking windows. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't use my stealth technique to get in and get it, no. 
I immediately We're going, we're going downstairs did. anyway, right? We, know, we all want a bacon roll. Yeah. yeah. Right, that failed, but now that you have to tell the truth, honestly, what do you think of me? I think you're taller than me. He's <laughs> <laughs> not lying. I'll be like, you know what? I'll take that and then storm down the stairs for breakfast. So I, I can personally be doing with some breakfast, so I'm not for a Alright, so you walk into the pub and what few patrons are in at this time in the afternoon? Everybody's fucking really turned their smiling at you. You see a couple of people like slapping each other on the shoulder and like pointing, like, there they are, there they are. Big Rab goes, oh, the men are up. Oh, what can I get these boys? Uh, I would like a slice roll, please, Big Rab. Oh, you got it, my man. The slice, hey, the slice yeah. here is second to none. Would I use um, insight to ask what these fuck he's talking about? Just, just ask him. Oh, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> why, why, why the big kind of Cheerios welcome here, Rob? I can't remember a fucking thing from last night. <laughs> are you telling me that you are so steaming <laughs> that you can't remember saving the tune? Oh, I'm not telling you fucking lies, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> can I get him the hell's a rolling slice? <laughs> I love one. <laughs> Two rolls and slice. Boys, can I get his end the hell's a rolling slice? Totally scorn. Mm. Three rolls and slice and our own black pudding nah. in the but he's still chuckling. He <laughs> <laughs> walks out the end of the kitchen. Grab a Roman shade up. <laughs> For you, mate, I'd let you eat mine. Just <laughs> stick it on a piece. So, how many misses are in the kitchen preparing your breakfasts? Um, He's, there's a group of guys actually at probably the nicest table who just stand up and ladies have it um, and sort of dissipate um, so he's got a good table at the pub and there's a jug of beer there I don't know who <laughs> oh, oh, oh. uh, I kick my feet up on the table pour myself a glass and say family the respect I'm deserved <laughs> you're getting on the beer again I'm getting on the beer again immediately make a roll a d20 and make a constitution check you could have like everything. <laughs> I got two plus <laughs> Constitution plus three. Yeah, as you should have got a tops, like you you take your first drink and it's a bad time. <laughs> so just, just, like yeah, you do. Is that a spew in my mouth or just spew on the table immediately? Uh you don't spew but like you you are not gonna get that are you. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> so you are all still feeling rough as fuck. Um while you're hungover, by the way, you've got a disadvantage on all skill checks. I should have <coughs> retroactively fitted that, but there you go. Have we all I'm, failed all skill checks thus far anyways? Yeah, pretty much. I'm gonna ask the bar staff if I'm getting some sort of dwarven uh, Diet Coke <laughs> Big Rab's Mrs. Bally um, <coughs> She's like Oh Oh what Stomach can he handle it Anymore um, And she yeah. comes over With a jug of orange juice <laughs> Cool Drinking orange juice And Your rolls and slice Your own black pudding And stuff like that um, They arrive You tuck into them And Do you know what The, the grease and stuff Certainly helps um, You're no longer Feeling hungover it's not the best food you've ever had, but it does the trick. <laughs> I'd like to ask Rob to open his open mic up again because I've got a burning <laughs> desire today, this boring talk <laughs> about how I got here. Um, just uh, I immediately pulled up with his head. like, mate, don't you remember you already gave that talk? Like, there wasn't a dryer in the house. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> you don't need to do it again. Everyone loved it. Big Rob says, 
for you, mate, you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want, yeah. but I'll break my windies. <laughs> so, go up on the stage and do your thing. So, it was a dark day in Fort Island, about 40 years ago. Um, if you just bear with me here, I'll take you for a blah blah blah. While Snuffles is speaking dot, about dot, that, do you want to make a performance check for this? Uh, or, what, yeah. or do you want to do something as well? Well, I was just going to. I'm, I'm, I'd like to. Is there anyone else in the bar? There's a smarter in our patrons. I was gonna go up to just someone, someone that looks kind of friendly. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then if I oh, actually, do you know what? Sorry, what I would like to do is cast oh. um, disguise self on myself. Okay. And I just want to disguise myself as. So what I want to do is magically create a kind of composite of everyone that I've seen so far in this town, in this pub, to create a, the image of a person who looks like they could sort of be anyone that these people know, but isn't specifically any one of them. You would want quite a common-looking halfling peasant. Right, okay. Wearing, yeah, so. like, wearing sort of Frodo clothes. So, that's what, so, so any, someone that looks like they could be a friend of a friend of someone that that frequents this pub that they might have met at a party one time but so they don't really know who are, it is are you like the thing are uh, you like creeping behind the corner to do this no, no, no. Like, uh, uh, oh I yeah um, I'll kind of go up into the stairwell and yeah. do it and then come down as if I've been staying in the inn okay yeah um, you do it I think that's how this guy's self works oh, okay. you just are that that's so I went Brian to and ask him what do you think of this slice uh, I better <laughs> so I'm going to go up to just one of the patrons that's sitting in the pub and I'm going to be like here Ingrid will, will put on uh, a, an English accent okay. for, for this. Uh, I'm going to go... Uh, I went to sleep dead early last night and I've woken up this morning and people are saying I've missed something really exciting that happened, that a bunch of heroes did something. Like, oh. what, what was it? What, what, All right, lads, hail and well met. Uh, yeah, fucking the maddest thing. You got this fucking crowd in. Uh... I don't know where they were from. They were big folk, most of them. Um, and there's this noise coming from outside, so I ran out. And I don't know how else to explain it. It was a flaming skull. <laughs> and it was flying around, burning people, hurting people. And they fucking took it out. Uh, one of them, he... A tentacle was coming out of his chest and he grabbed the thing. Uh, there were two other ones, they were fucking pounding on it, firing spells at it. And this big blue cunt over here just smashed it into pieces with his bare fists. Wow, that sounds amazing. Four, 14 years after. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened? Was it gone? They came back in and kept drinking. They were dancing and jumping on the tables and doing headstands. Fucking nuts, mate. I'm glad they're on our side, or I think they are anyway. <laughs> they sound like fucking champions. <laughs> uh, Alright, well, uh, thanks very much. Have a good rest of your day. No worries, mind how you go. I thank you all for listening to <laughs> my spoken word. Yeah. And I, uh, so I come back to. Are we all sat at the same table, by the way? Yeah, he's got the he's got the good table. Right, so um, I come back to the table and I go, boys, it's me, Angred. How long is your halfling disguise last? Is it an hour? Uh, I think it's an hour. I think it's probably an hour. I go unless I dispel it consciously, yeah. but I'm not going to do that in the middle of the pub. So for the time being, I'm just like, boys, it's me, Angred. <laughs> uh, so apparently. 
there was some sort of uh, an altercation uh, last night, and we four have fought some sort of flaming skull and uh, saved the village. Diano, like where a flaming skull may have come from, what sort of magical tradition flaming skull might appear from? Uh, Make an arcana check. Eight. Never heard of flaming skulls. Uh, Ghost Rider. (laughs) (laughs) While this is going on, a half elven woman approaches the table and puts a silver piece into Geoffrey's hand, gives him a big smile, and goes, Praise be to Coralon. And then walks away. Oh, I immediately be excited and giddy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so um, you hear the bells ringing outside, um, indicating that it is currently four o'clock. <laughs> oh, in the afternoon. He's been fucking pissing around, breaking windows, casting spells. Christ. So you the got be- up and you did a monologue of your life story. <laughs> so the bells uh, are obviously made of some sort of you know rare metal. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> town bells. The bells. Bell tower in the middle of town. Um, the puppies are in as uh, like hey, a short hey. walk from the town square. Um, right. Okay. Lads, I suggest we leave the pub and actually try to retrace our steps of what happened last night I when we got this big ass flaming skull. I just spell it quite so. Do we have anything we can follow Do we get it as our steps that we can sort of retrace to? Big Rab shouts over to you. Are you staying again tonight? See what happens, Rab. Is it on you, Rab? Do you know what? Fuck it. Aye. <laughs> Do you know what? It's going to stay for a week. <laughs> Persuade Rab to come, please. <laughs> Make a persuasion check. So I've got 17 here. That's great. Persuasion persuasion is 2. 19. Do you know what? I would fucking love to. (laughs) My adventuring days are past, man. Fucking. I need to stay here, bitch. She'll go fucking mental if I'm out gallivanting back to my old adventuring days, boys. What if we take your wife instead? Fucking, you look at her coming with you. Well, I fucking never know, man. It's all a good day with the roll here. I might get a perfect 20. Look, mate. <laughs> if it was a 20, you were getting a fucking extra problem. That's what I said to us. Alright, Rab, can you at least tell us, like, since we're new in town, what's the sort of attractions? What would you recommend for a new cover town? What's the must see things in Larkfield? Well, this pub being the main one. Um, Your wife being second, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. <yeah. laughs> I like this big cunt. Um, you've got uh, O'Leary's Oddities. It's a kind of brick a brick shop. You might get some random magical shite in it. I don't know, adventurers tend to like that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, we've got a blacksmith, a stables. There's a guard's outpost where the Emperor bastards are stationed, although don't tell him they're doing that. Um, the Toby Junk, that's a, a shite there, but ran by Wee Rap. Um, it's a scumbag, don't mind his beard, he waters his beard down, fuck him. Um, you have a temple to Jergle um, in the centre. What? A temple to Jergle. What's Jergle? A temple to Jergle then? What's that, Jergle? Is that like a verb? Jergle. Jergle's kind of. 
He's like a deity, a human's worship him. I thought it was like a dance move or something, like a temple to Jesus. <laughs> it's kind of like a skeleton with a quill. Fuck knows, man. Can we um, fancy going there? Uh, no, no, but the majority of <laughs> rules I will follow. Who has to go to the, the uh, skeleton temple, Jebel? I wouldn't mind going to this uh, bazaar. Ah, what is it? The temple to Jebel, um, is it? The, the shop is called O'Leary's Oddities. Aye, that's oh, yeah, some, like, some yeah. shopping. I second going to O'Leary's Oddities. Aye, aye. Check out O'Leary's Oddities. I'm a demo <laughs> Okay, so... I mean... Probably takes you about an hour to walk there. So you walk. It's it's firmly in the kind of human part of town. Um, you get there. You hear the bells going. It's about five o'clock. Um, you enter the shop. There's a wee jingle as you enter. And I don't know the place. It's not minging, but it's not very well organised. It's quite clumsy. There are stacks of books piled up to the ceiling. Um, random just piles of items. Uh, the most interesting pieces... It looks like are kept behind glass at the counter. No you can't see any shopkeeper. No shopkeeper. You can't I'm, see one. So I'm going to see what I can see behind, behind glass. Um, um, yeah. So behind the glass, um, everything is labelled. So you've got a composite short bow that gives you a plus one strength bonus, uh, and every strike that it does is accompanied by a burst of light. That is 18,450 gold pieces, <laughs> um, a heavy shield, which is plus one, mm. that's 1,170 gold pieces, uh, something called a periap of wisdom, which gives you plus two wisdom, that's 4,000 gold pieces, something called a potion of blur, that's 300 gold pieces. What's that? Um, it gives you this effect called blur, where you're kind of almost ethereal. And everything that tries to attack you has disadvantage. And it also it goes <laughs> And also a standard ring of protection, which gives you plus one of your armor class. That's 2,000 gold pieces. Right. Knuckles. Aye. Can we not cause a scene in here? I don't want to. See, hang on, it's because there's nobody about, and there's only a bit of glass between. Actually, uh, now uh, that you are over at the glass, you can see the shopkeeper. Oh, for uh, fuck's sake. It's uh, I don't know if he's ever come across one of these before. He's what you call a kenku. It kind of looks like a wee crow. He's like a wee bespectacled, like black bird-like creature. So, Hello there, welcome to my shop. What can I do for you? I am O'Leary. This is O'Leary's Oddities. This is my shop. Howdy, I'll... O'Leary. I was just wondering if you happen to know what happened last night during the middle of the night. Some kind of flaming eyeball. Creature? I heard there was a flaming skull, yeah, and some heroes beat it. I said I bought an eyeball, really. I'm going to. Yes, you did, but I don't know, I wasn't there myself. It may have been an eyeball for all I know. Oh, Lady, you seem like you, you might be familiar with the arcane. Are you aware of any sort of um, magical abilities that may be able to conjure a, a flaming skull? I don't know much about that myself. However, the temple in the centre of town has a library on top, yeah, and has a well-stocked arcane section. Fair enough. Alire, can you be, is it possible to be racist to Welsh people? I wouldn't know. <laughs> what is Welsh? <laughs> <laughs> this is Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have a Swedish accent. Did you think this was supposed to be Trust me, it's possible. I I kind of lean into to O'Leary and I say, "It's nice to meet you, O'Leary. I know you weren't there last night. Uh, has this sort of thing ever happened before?" Yes, actually, the skull has been terrorizing <laughs> It would be a nice place to live if it wasn't for all of the constant skull attacks. <laughs> Were you not made aware of this before you arrived? No, nobody mentioned it to us. No. Do you think we've defeated the skull permanently? From what I heard, it crushed into bits. I, I think the skull is gone, yeah? As a skull... Um, is there only one skull or is a skull legion? Is there many? Boys, I'm not going to lie to you. I am a shopkeeper. <laughs> I don't know much about magic or skulls or magic skulls. Oh, <laughs> um, can you point us in the right direction of someone that might? The temple. We've got to go to the temple. Okay. So, as I say, vomiting slightly. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's fine. Before we leave, I would like to ask if, besides the weapons that were mentioned before, are there any other interesting magical looking items or musical instruments or oddities there the, the magic items are all in that display case you can buy like healing potions and like basic fucking weapons and armour and shit but nothing but like your cool plus ones or bells and whistles right, to be cool. honest I wasn't anticipating he's actually using the shop or <laughs> visiting it <laughs> so, yeah. that inventory is from like a fucking generator like, <laughs> which is why everything's like 20,000 gold the real shit is just that improvisation <laughs> Swedish? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, well, Larry, um, <laughs> oh no, it's a joke. He's called O'Leary, but he's not Irish. <laughs> well, Larry, on a scale of one to thirty thousand gold pieces, how grateful are you that we defeated the the floating flaming skull? Is there think? some kind of hero's discount? I never heard you defeated it. <laughs> As I said, I wasn't there myself. I have heard second-hand news of the skull being defeated. <laughs> Could I persuade you to loan me um, something from your inventory? <laughs> Make a persuasion check. Okay, dog. It's going to have to be a perfect 20, isn't it? Probably that won't even be good enough, depending on what your modifier oh, is. It's a one. It's a one. Critical fail. <laughs> you laugh at me. <laughs> I will tell you, big man, the way shops usually work <laughs> is that you exchange your money for goods or services. <laughs> I do not give loaners. They want these skills anyway. It's, you hear bells chiming for six o'clock while you're still pissing around. <laughs> and all and all and it's what time of year is it? What's the weather like outside? It's springtime. So is it kind of still light at six o'clock? It's lightish, yeah. Right, okay. Right, um, I'm interested in finding out more about this skull, so I reckon we should travel to the temple. I agree. Yeah. Before that, can I check if I have any knowledge about the god Jergo and what his um, I'll tell you what the tenets of, of Jergo's religion is? You're going to say is it, it's uh, is it heathenry? Yeah, <laughs> more right out of my mouth. Yeah. I immediately shut up, cross my arms, and pout. <laughs> yeah, um, make a religion check. Three plus four. You don't really know that much about Jericho. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Again, I know all I need to know about him, and that is that he doesn't matter. But what? what like, so why, why do you keep spitting him? What do you know about Jericho? So, bro, why don't you make a fucking religion check? <sighs> Roll d20 for this. Yeah. I got a 9 plus 
Two, so I've got eleven. Ah, oh, so over ten. Um, so you know that Jergo is one of the deities that is approved for worship by the emperor uh, or the empire, rather. Jergo is a kind of lawful god. Um, he's charged with the task of keeping records of the dead. So whenever somebody dies. There's an image of like Jergo writing their name into a big book. He's prayed to generally as a force for keeping order, and so that after you die, your name will be remembered. Can I, as the as the black pudding and toxic gun roll uh, hits my stomach, <laughs> and, and I perhaps start to feel the the beginnings of the recovery from the hangover that I've got, can I seat back in my memory and see if after my stellar performance last night, anyone told me anything interesting about this town? Or kind of what's what's been going on? Would that be wisdom, maybe? Uh, I think possibly it would be. It would probably be history. On account of being the history <laughs> yeah. of my visit. Do you know what? To the town. <laughs> uh, go for it. Uh, that is a twenty-three. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. Um, oh yes, I'm inside. It's twenty-three. So you had a long conversation with Big Rab after your set um, he was mostly asking you where you learned how to play the pipes and stuff um, quite specific questions about like Dwergar society he was really interested in where you came from Okay. you found out from him that he was a former adventurer that settled in the town of Larkfield um, and ended up becoming proprietor of that pub um, I mean what specific that's a good role so like if you want some, if you want to know something like uh, uh, well what I mean what's so like like what is Larkfield's position in terms of the world the wider world around it so he goes into a little bit and from actually walking around the town you can see it for yourselves it's quite um, easy to see between the haves and the have nots Larkfield was like a fucking halfling settlement it was agricultural fishing um, full of sort of halfling peasantry but the human based empire kind of came in uh, about a hundred years ago because it was an advantageous position on a trading route so the town is kind of half these old thatched roof cottages and like hobbit holes and the other half you have kind of more modern stone buildings the humans in the town are still a minority in the population but they tend to be a lot better off uh, they have more money and nicer things the halflings kind of toil a little bit do we know uh, who the emperor is of this empire in question? Oh, everybody knows that. It's Duke Hector Varric. Good. His face is on money. Ah, okay. Um, in the chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, right. I think uh, we should go to this temple. Ah, uh, yeah, that's cool. Can I first check? Is Carillon or the whatever the god um, Jeffrey worships is he sanctioned by the Empire? I know that. Corallon? Yes. Um, why don't you make a history check? Okay. Two. Is that nine or six? That's uh, nine, I think. Eleven. Uh, yes. Um, actually, very recently, Corallon was added to the list of approved deities. As part of a, a new treaty that the Empire has made with the Elven Kingdom of wherever the fuck it is Jeffrey's from, um, which is why he's probably possibly wandering the Empire trying yeah. to drum up converts and things. As a monk, I'd like to ask a similar question. Um, if my religion of Emeraldism is uh, okay. accepted, because I've got a funny feeling that oh. it's not going to be, but um, the monk does have his allegiances. But make a history roll. Okay. Oh, shit. 
Right, okay. Fifteen. Uh, Seventeen. Um, as far as you are aware, emeraldism is not permitted. <laughs> it is not on the list of approved religions. So it's, nobody really knows what it is. <laughs> so what, what's but, the, what is the punishment neither for? Neither does the, your party. What is the punishment <laughs> for like, paganism? Or if you're celebrating a non-sanctioned... Uh, can I ban religion? Um, typically, punishments are stockades, dungeons, execution. Um, if you are more well off, you could probably pay your way out of it. But yeah, if they find evidence of you worshiping a non-prescribed deity, you could be in pretty big trouble. So I reckon uh, keep it to yourself. Ah, uh, we'll see. What do you want to do? Uh, I, I. Okay, uh, so out character. I I want to go to the temple because I feel as though there's a secret desire. That, that Ingrid has inside him that I feel as though drunkenly he might have revealed to everyone at some point last night which is that he, he wants to be able to tell tales of great adventures uh, but he's not really been on any, any yet <laughs> and you've been fucking about stomping goblins and shit yeah. so I haven't done anything that I've been around this this strange story of us apparently defeating some kind of flaming skull in the night has given him a, a taste of uh, something at least faintly interesting hmm. that he'd like to pursue and find out what's going on. So. Would he like to incorporate it into some sort of epic musical sort of maybe ma- some masterwork? Some yeah. sort of song of Possibly. fire and ice, maybe? Possibly, yeah, yeah. Possibly, yeah. Possibly, yeah. This is not something he would admit while sober at this moment. But I'm, I'm just hoping that coincidentally you'll all sort of vaguely remember him imparting this this desire whilst incredibly drunk. Last um, night. Also, out of character, Brian has a a deep thirst for um, forbidden eldritch knowledge of any kind that he would like to research in the mm. temples of Jericho. Uh, desperately out of character, Jeffrey Treshoro just really wants to be accepted despite his rough amenities. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the answers that we crave may become uh, more clear if we get to the temple. Right, well, you make your way to the temple. Again, you are walking a good bit, probably takes about another hour. Uh, so you hear the bells chime for seven, and you get to the temple. Um, can I get the notes up? Uh, it's a stone temple. It's quite a, an imposing and austere building. It sort of looms over the Toon Square a little bit. Um, it's in decent condition, but as you knew from a good fucking history roll or something somebody got, <laughs> it's probably only been here for about a hundred years. Okay. It was erected when the, the human settlers first kind of came to the town. Does it have any pilots? Uh, 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 pilot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there any guards or anybody outside of the temple walls right now? We're not trying to break them. Not trying to break in them. I assume it's open to the public. The, the doors open and there are, there are no guards. Hey, can okay, we walk in? Good evening. Morgan, um, there are sort of strange bits of stonework carved and artwork portraying this kind of gerbil figure. Right. Usually, as a sort of, you see pictures of him depicted almost as like Saint Peter, but like a skeleton. He's writing, <laughs> he's writing in a big book of the dead. Do I know um, what the story is behind these pictures, or can I can I check to see if I know what the story is behind these pictures? There was a religion check done on Jago, where I think you learned maybe everything yeah, you have to know. Okay. <laughs> 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 well, I'm going to 
doing that. Are you, are you I'm spreading quite, at all? I'm not <laughs> spreading right now. Because you're not appropriate. <laughs> wait, wait, you went, wait, I'm good at doing a second religion check. I'm mysteriously <laughs> start bursting into tears for 20 seconds. And then stop. And just kind of sold myself up. Are you alright, Nuggles? Nah, I'm not saying. There's a, there's a little, there's a, a, a little boy sweeping up. I immediately go to the little boy and just ask, hold on, we've been hearing a bell go off every hour. Would you be able to tell me the rough direction of the bell tower here? Um, well, I don't know. It. If somebody really wanted to be a dick about it and get really into the specifics of the town, um, <laughs> it's on this building. There's a bell tower here. It's clockwork, which exists in Dungeons and Dragons. It's closed. That's um, what I did. You recognise them as the little boy from the pub. Oh. Who, uh, Brian was drunkenly sort of leering over and <laughs> talking to him about the ethereal plane and stuff like that. Right, so I'd I grab him and sort of get him right, he bought him a bloody seat that I could have done. He's been brilliant a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I have been trying to get my hand. I say, shoulder and going, right, yes, I know. Can I say to the wee guy, you know how I know about the multiverse? <laughs> There's a special plane. Okay, the wee assholes go. The, the, the high priest isn't available just now. I'm just an initiate, and I'm sweeping. Uh, 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 what, what do you want? Are you, are you here to pray or? Just say, look, man. Right, we're not here to annoy you. We're not here today, but we need answers. We're told last night that there was a sort of altercation with a skull thing, and uh, we're here. We don't know what the, what the fuck's going on. Um, and we went, you're the first guy we meet in this place, which is why we're all huddled around you. Am I, am so, are you? Did you see this? Can we have some answers? Yes, yeah, I, saw, I, saw, I saw everything. I was in the pub. What right, happened? Okay. Persuasion check in. Uh, I can just tell you. Um, okay. uh, it was round about uh, 8 o'clock, I think. Um, there was just this terrible wailing noise, and then the skull came back to town. He, he comes around about that same time every day. Um, and yeah, for, for a change, usually the town guards would sort of chase him off, but um, he was effectively destroyed last night by you lot. Um, the, the big chap here, um, I saw, put his fist, just ground the skull into dust. Um, so because we're all kind of laughing and joking. And then at one point he's all pissed on it and we're <laughs> like high fiving and like I, I don't I, I've never met real heroes. Is, do you, do you always do that or all the time, mate? All the time. That's what we do. Did you? Uh, did he? Uh, was anything left behind after the skull was destroyed? Did you notice? I didn't check. As far as you know, my good man, uh, where does this skull actually come from? Is it a direction? Is it a dwelling that it's got? Do you have an info on um, the, what the skull actually is and where it's from? Uh, I don't really know where it's from or what it is. It, it flew in from the sky, as far as I can tell. <laughs> it was raining fire on the town. I uh, got into an altercation with yourselves. Um, there is a library upstairs, uh, ah, right, which right. unfortunately is now closed to the public um, ah, by the time I need it being. To the little public, boy who insulted me so, you like said the skull comes at the same time every day. What time did the skull arrive at last night? It was eight. About eight o'clock, yeah. About um, eight o'clock. And it's around seven right now. <laughs> Great. So we've got one hour before the skull should reappear had we not destroyed it last night, correct? What's your name, dear yes, boy? I would say that. My name is George Barry. Right, George, listen, right, I'm not going to beat about the bush here. We need an library, right? And we don't want any like, to fucking bars in the library, right? So either step aside. Oh, you let us check your books out. 
Why don't you come first thing in the morning and I'll give you a tour in the library? I've not got time for that, mate. Uh, Why not? Because who's to say the skull won't attack again? Can't mm. be having that. We well, destroyed it. You destroyed the skull. Eh, mate, but I don't. <laughs> Make a persuasion check. Okay, though. So let's just to get in the library, right? Yep. Oh. Then, and then. I fucked it. Well, I promise you, first thing, I will give you a guided tour of the place. I'll show you where everything is, whatever checks you want to do, whatever books. I'll, I'll even lend you a couple of books if you need them. Bitch. But just now, but come on, I want to get home. I'm sweeping up. Fucking Big Rab's getting that loot player in again. I think that bagpipe guy might be back. Yeah. Choking to finish it. Oh, Are there any. Um, you're just a person that kind of sweeps the floors. Are there any sort of priests or abbots or any. Anyone that's more experienced with religion that's still still cutting about at this time. Uh, the high priest currently inhabits this temple as well. He doesn't take visitors, I'm afraid. He's so, a bit of a hermit. Wait, you mentioned you like. Where else does the high priest uh, reside? In his chambers. You already well, direct us towards the high uh, priest's chambers. No. What, 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 <laughs> what, what you can do is we have a. You mentioned you like music. We've a bar. Bong, I don't know exactly what we did last night, but I feel like it's not truly finished. No. I feel like we should go to the town centre and face ourselves for the worst. Yeah. But before we do that, I would like to command this wee guy to shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, man. I just command what? Uh, I just say a one word command at them, so I just look at them and say shit. Does he have to and make a saving throw? It's a wisdom, is it? I believe so, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I got another fool, this as well. I see, like, shit all like, running down the back of his legs. He's like, ah, ah, he's confused, he doesn't know why. In fact, you just pointed at him and said right. shit. And he's like, ah, he starts cowering, like, he's really scared of his, like, Mar- 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 laugh leave, leave, leave. Macha and ears instantly pop up. Oh. <laughs> and I. <laughs> I decide I want to investigate the man's underwear. <laughs> There is a thundering crash. Um, a cottage outside is on fire. Right, lads, it's okay. Come on, we've got to hurry up and get it. That fire can wait. Two months off. I just got to get a knuckle. Okay, um, my expression instantly darkens and I say it's happening again. Are you trying to manhandle this guy? Well, I've not had any since I'm baking Saturday this morning. He's frozen. Old habits die hard. Um, people are screaming. Uh, a woman with her back on fire runs into the temple and goes, Ah, it's back, it's back! And collapses in front of you. Can we please go outside? Right, 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 right. 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 we'll go, we'll go Fucking hell, right, alright. Okay. Can I need to drag me out <laughs> Wait around the corner and make it a wee guy shit his pants. <laughs> Six people are dead. Everybody uh, <laughs> roll for initiative. Okie doke. Life. You get a, you have an initiative. Fourteen bonus. Deep wait for this, right? Which, which is oh holy shit, seventeen. Oh, six. Right, so and my eleven. Uh, what were you? Fourteen. And you guys? Um, 
I'm six. I'm seventeen. Okay, you run out in the town square and you just hear <laughs> uh, and this fucking flaming skull is just flying around Tell fucking you. setting people on fire. Tell so you like Tell you you watch that wee guy. It's just burning people with eye rays and sort of setting cottages on fire and stuff like that. Uh, Jeffrey, what do you want to do? Is your turn first? Uh, I'm feeling good after making that wee straight bag, straight his pants. I was I like, you took off a second level spell slot or first level uh, spell slot. Uh, uh, right now, I'd like to bless my party. I feel like, you know what? I'm feeling generous this one for free. Oh, okay. What buff do they get from that? Fuck, I really wish I read up more about this. I believe they get like an extra D4 for the roll. For any roll. Like, whether it's like somebody attacks them or like they attack them, they get a a D4 to like add to the roll. I think that's how it works. So on saving throws? On saving throws or attacking. Okay. Okay, so we'll put a check. I would double check that real quick. I like, again, that. could just have misread the thing and for while you're checking that, um, you've realised that I've been gone for the last minute and a half and I'm straight to temple with like, a big smear on my face <laughs> and like scratches over my ears. You're pretty intimidating. Your dreadlocks are kind of flowing the wind, your mouth is covered in shite. It's three things. Yeah, up to three creatures of your choice. Yeah, so tag roll and saving throw. Yeah. So uh, I'm just giving it to the other I'm giving it to my party. I'm belly my oh. cause, I'm happy. I made a wee guy shit his pants, so I'm good. Right. Is that a bonus up. action? Can I be visibly shocked that Jeffrey Treesor did a selfless act? <laughs> um, I'm putting a little cross next to you so that I know you're blessed. Um, <laughs> what does that actually do, blessed? So you... <sighs> You get a fucking plus four dice to a saving throw or an attack. No, okay. Um, it, it means if someone attacks you and you need to fucking make a saving throw against it, it gives you a four. You add in an extra four Aye. dice. Or when you're rolling to hit, you add an extra d4 and right. you add that to your. Got you, man. So we came a wee bit of a Anyway, so how many, how many enemies do we have here? Or how many creatures are floating about? Just, it's just, just skull. a flaming skull floating around menacing everybody. Me messing about, I'm going to ca- cast Witch Bolt. Um, a kind of. So, if you imagine lightning, but it's kind of inverted, instead of like a flash of light, it's a flash of kind of darkness. I am all. Gets launched towards this flaming skull, and I need to cast a brain spell check. What sort of damage is it? It is well. I've not done the damage yet. I need to roll. It All right, yeah. Um, but as lightning damage. Okay, roll for it. Uh, what's my? So it's a ranged spell attack. So it's it should be roll and then plus thing, and then if it hits its armor class. Uh, for fuck's sake, three plus what? Whatever the, the spell should have like a plus, like it. You you'll, you'll have a spell attack plus. What does uh, that come from? Plus, probably sure plus five. Plus, four. Yeah, plus, say, plus five for argument's sake. Uh, um, but it's a miss anyway. Ah, uh, fuck. So the, lightning. the lightning fucking careens past it. The spell, the, the skull is sort of fucking ducking and weaving. It's like floating through the air. So okay. it quite handily just uh, sweeps underneath you. Uh, knuckles, you to go. Okay, so how far away am I for this bastard? 
Um, you guys are in the town square. I had you just kind of running out, and you are currently clumped together. Right. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, and so, the the skulls like bobbing and weaving around you. So let's try and get him with a short sword strike. Okay, so roll to hit. Five, which one? So you roll a d20, but then I think you also get to roll a d4 on top of that. Uh, yeah, it gives two seconds. I wasn't blessed. Yes, that's You're true. welcome. Right. 15, right? So. 15. And then you get your attack modifier as well. Oh, which is right, okay, so my attack modifier is. Where's that again? It's short sword should be. Short oh, plus six, eh? Oh, fuck. Yeah, like, um, you hit it. So roll your damage. Roll your damage, and then you also deal roll an additional d4 for damage. So roll my damage. Does the extra damage as well? No, but as a monk. Ah! So that so roll us 20 again for damage? No. 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 You, whatever, 1d6 or 1d8 or whatever. Well, you short sword. 1d6, ah, right, first okay. of all. We'll do this in order. Three. Three plus four, so that's seven. Plus then roll a d4. That's a... Uh, okay, now man, it's that? It's a one. You are one. So once you get plus one, so that's how much damage? Eight plus roll another d twenty. Yeah. Nineteen plus your dexterity, which is what. Uh, plus oh, three, so twenty-two. Does that beat his armor class? Oh yeah. So roll another d four. One again. One again. So nine damage. Not bad, huh? Um, it's the skull shot. That uh, knuckles on the back. Well done. That's an art killer, is it? No? No. Skull's acting. So, the skull kind of gets clattered a bit by your sword, and then it sort of focuses its glance at you, <laughs> flies up in the air a little bit, staring at you. Have um, that, you bastard. <laughs> 22, what's your armour class? Yeah, <laughs> 17. Oh, fuck, then. Yeah, uh, just let's just quit. When not in armour or you, uh, uh, you take eight fire damage. Okay, dope. So that's it. Uh, uh, Andy, as a reaction, you can reduce damage you would take by one d twelve plus your constitution. One <laughs> between rests. That's a twelve, isn't it? Uh, Fuck Leo's here. Just <laughs> the one that has a twelve on it, which okay. is that one. Alright, okay, I have got it right. Yeah. So I roll this and then add my. Add your. Uh, Constitution modifier. Constitution modifier. Okay. So three plus six. So take six damage off that. Right. Okay. Nine. I think it was. Yes. Right. Nine. So, so you take so three. Three off it. So six. Okay. And so he uses his second ray on knuckles. <laughs> oh. Hold on. I think that's our free thing. No, but he the second one fucking right. goes wide. And it is Ingrid's turn. Okay, Ingrid is going to cast a spell. Oh, and he um, sort of hovers. Um, he, he hovers away from you guys um, about 40 feet the other direction. Uh, okay, Ingrid is going to cast Id Insinuation. Okay. Uh, oh, he's going to pump up his. He, he was already popping up his pipes on the way out of the temple because he sort of had a feeling of what might be happening. So the, the drones are scuttling and he has cast Id Insinuation, so the skull needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. 19. Ah, fuck. Uh, nothing happens. <laughs> Sorry, man. Bringing us back to Jeffrey. 
Right, so I've noticed my bless hasn't really done much, so I look at everyone and be like the fuck guys, and then I just shrug and just run out and try and scud up with my mace. It is 40 feet away. I angrily <laughs> shoot my fist and shout at it. <laughs> you can move 30 feet and then decide to do something when you realise that you're not you're not close <laughs> enough to hit it. Well, I've got Sacred Flame as one of my cantrips. Uh, the target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Okay, let's do that first. 10? Uh, no, that won't do it. Mm. Oh crap! So so it takes oh, one. Sweet. It takes one d eight radiant damage. Radiant. <laughs> yes. Uh. Well. Um. Roll your d eight. I thought radiant um, might have like done double damage or something like that on it, but it doesn't. No. Uh, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking damage is damage, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I immediately like kind of fist bomb and be like I helped <laughs> <laughs> you guys have successfully got its attention um, whereas it was sort of flying about attacking um, NPCs indiscriminately sort of trying to burn down houses there are people putting out fires now and the skull seems to be focusing on fighting you right. Brian what do you want to do <laughs> so I'm going to attempt to do some damage and also slow the sound down by casting Ray of Frost. Oh. So I think I need to... Which against fire should be quite effective. Uh, you'd hope so. So I need to roll against his um, spell DC, but I have a proficiency bonus which is plus two. His spell DC is DC 13. Okay. Um, so I, do I add my proficiency bonus? Well, well, I thought you had to know what the skull spell DC I was. Alright, so it's 13, yeah. Okay, so I add two to my day so. Ah, 14. Cool. Okay, so I do 1d8 cold damage and its speed is reduced by 10 feet until the next time. Roll the d8. 8. Okay, do. Chicken dice. <laughs> I hate to rain on the parade. It's actually four. Oh no, this first one damage him. I think it's maybe because it's like an undead skeleton or something. Uh, like that. Okay. I guess Brian and one of his disgusting boils and be like, I knew you were good for something. <laughs> but the uh, the fucking speed thing, I don't think, that, I think that's still a yeah, bonus. Yeah, see place. if a bad they hit you, but it doesn't beat your armor class. Does that mean you take no damage? It means mm-hmm. take no yeah. damage. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, I mean, where did everybody move to then? I'm still stationed. Like, uh, I'm not moved at all. I'm I, I, I may say, I just smacked him with my blade and kind of stayed where I was. You moved a wee bit further towards him. I moved to, to, to try and do the sacred flame. So we were 40 feet away to begin with. You moved to thir- to 10 feet away from him. So yeah. you're 30 feet away from the rest of us. Uh, you're up by me. him because you attacked him. Yeah. So me and Brian are basically by the temple and you yeah. two are much closer to the skull. Right, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so we need to uh, my game. Flame Skull sort of flies over a bit and he's going to cast Flaming Sphere in between Ingrid and Brian. They're like next to each other. A five foot diameter sphere of fire appears in an unoccupied space of your choice um, and lasts the duration. Creatures that are in the fucking vicinity of it um, take 2d6 fire damage. Don't even get to save or anything. Shit. Fuck. 
Um, so to I mean I was that say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Oh my god. Sex. No fucking hell. Full house man. Sam damage. Uh, and that's that's fear is just there. Fuck this! So they've took a massive blow here, man. So he's I'm like on your health. on your turn. Remember, so twelve damage. Be like, I get away from that fucking flaming sphere. We're still in pretty good health. This is first attack. Kind of like. I was the second that yeah. uh, uh, Knuckles with some fire rays. Yeah. Which I guess the fucking cast too. This thing can be pretty fucking. <laughs> right, angry duty to go. All right, I'm going to throw my hand axe at it. Uh, oh, fuck off. <laughs> uh, that's a nine, and I get to add a d4 to it because my bless. Oh, fuck, that's a ten. <laughs> ah, well. Um, the hand axe goes wide. It's quite hard to hit like a small moving target yeah. in the air. So, glances past and brings us back to Jeffrey. I kind of shout out. Yo, Brian, Ingrid, which one of you blokes is more yoked up? Uh, I'm, I'm feeling pretty poorly. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty poorly and I like your new slang, Jimmy. <laughs> Thank you for your response, Brian, because I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> did I skip my turn then? If you did, then go to it. Uh, right, okay, so I got. Now, Nuggles, I'm going to suggest that you maybe, rather than using your weapon, uh-huh. seeing as you're a, a monk, you might want to throw hands at this thing. I will. Um, and it did move into range because it went over to cast the flame spear at them. Uh, the only uh, problem with it is. I can you skipped that because you were eating the poo. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only um, sort of. Problem I would have with using my arm strike is I'm not too sure what damage it actually does. You can spend a key point and it means you get to roll like four four sided dice or something like that. Or is it like six or something? When you you uh, sorry, um, when you attack with uh, when you're unarmed, Uh um, and you get two attacks. Yeah. And then you can spend a key point. When unarmed, you use dexterity for attacking damage rolls. Unarmed strike deal a d4. And you can make an unarmed attack as a bonus action after a normal attack action. So it'll be a d4 plus your dexterity bonus. You, you can also you then, exp- if you want, you can then expend one key point to make two unarmed strikes. So, so you, you can make four unarmed strikes. So I thought it was three. You have three key points. This oh, is energy that you have as a monk. Right, so, first of all, I'll, I'll be like, okay, let's go with arm striking. Right, so, right. you get to do two without spending any points. So every every other point, point, point you add another D20 first, yeah. and then, but you can add, add a four on so, that as well. So, so, so that's D20 right now, I'm trying to break his armour class. Yes, that's right. right. And you add your dex to it. Right, so that's 18. Oh, My dex uh, is, bum bum bum, three, so it's 21. Good enough, man. Uh, you've, you've had him. Um, two fours. So, so you get, two fours. You get there, two fours. And then if you want to, you can add another two fours to that as well. Yeah, and the math That's a three. Does he have his decks on of these? No. No. So that's a three. Um, I've also blessed. Oh, fuck me, hey. Does that give him an extra D4? Or? No, it's 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 it would have done if he missed the attack, but he yeah. hit the attack. Right, okay, so that's three. And then this one is one. That's a one, so that's four. four. And then if you want to, you can expend one key point to make an additional two unarmed strikes. Let's do it, man. So, so you can roll another attack roll for it. Two more D4s. Oh, yeah, you have to roll another attack roll for it, sorry. Okay, right, so I need to break down your armor class again. We don't know what the armor class is, is that right? No. Okay, so that's all past the fuck. Nine. 
Uh, you can roll. Twelve. You bless. You can add a d. So remember, add your add your dex modifier and your fucking foresight. Oh, because I've, I've got a bless thing. That's right. So my dex is three. So that's nine to eleven. So that's twelve. Boom, uh, boom, and that's twelve. What was twelve? Twelve one. No, it's not going to do it. I'm afraid. Right, okay, so so yeah, bit. so you kind of you see knuckles run up and fucking one to him, and then there's this ever so brief fucking moment where the skull almost kind of reacts, like shakes a little bit, as if he's remembering something that happened to him yesterday. <laughs> um, doesn't like getting punched, so when the next two come in, he fucking weaves away sharpish, dodges, um, and that'll bring us to Jeffrey's turn. Yo, Brian, you ain't looking so good. I'm gonna heal you up. So is this Cure Wounds? Cure Wounds, aye. Right, yes. so how does this one work? So Cure Wounds does... Uh, it heals... So like 1d8 plus fucking Wisdom or something? Something like that, give me two seconds. Uh, cure Wounds... It is... 1d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Plus, because you are a life... Yes, another plus two, yeah. Plus plus two, yeah. You're okay. right. So, <laughs> I'm healing Brian... Five plus two, so seven. Seven. And then, but you're a spellcasting ability modifier as well. Mm. Is that just wisdom? Wisdom modifier, yeah. Aye. Uh, plus three. So ten. Ten, ten hit points. Aye. Okay, so I'm back to twenty. I was able to do this through the healing power of the Almighty God, Corellian. <laughs> if there's anybody watching our heroic acts fighting the skull, I want to make that abundantly clear to everyone. <laughs> you see the clouds part above you. <laughs> And like a heavenly elven figure <laughs> with his face out and say, it's pronounced Coralon. It was a miracle. Um, <laughs> I will remember that in the future. Like, <laughs> no as way. I blast it, go, senpai notice me. There's nothing like a Lion King trope, is there, man? <laughs> Brian, you go. Right, okay. Um, so what I'm going to do is... I'm going to conjure from uh, a dark, mysterious plane the arms of Hadar. Uh, I evolved the power of Hadar, the dark hund- hunger. Tendrils of dark energy erupt from you and batter all creatures within 10 feet of you. Even I friendly f- ones? Uh, aye. Oh! <laughs> oh yeah. so, I better not be near that! I don't know this picture. That's, all, that's me. He's next, to, he's next to Angrid. Uh, yeah. Oh! I, I'll commit it to it now. Each creature in that area must make a strength saving throw. On a failed save, a target takes 2d6 necrotic damage. A strength saving throw? Aye. Right, spoiler alert, the fucking flame skull has minus 5 strength. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> I got an 18 man. Man. He's got an 18 So you saved? Yeah 14 minus 5 The skull has a 9 What happens to him? Uh, he takes 2d6 damage And he can't take reactions Until his next turn I don't know what that means So roll your 2d6 damage yeah, anyway. go, man. What kind of damage is it? Wait, Necrotic Don't you oh, uh, yeah. oh. I think you're going to Fucking smash a skull That's fun. Oh my god uh, <laughs> I'm going to wrap it down Did you dirty? Sorry <laughs> So that'd be two. That's two. Oh, <laughs> 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 so soft. Arms. At least he didn't fucking hit me. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. On a, on a successful save, the creature takes half damage. Alright, okay, so was that 1d6? Yeah. So three. Okay. Does that mean the creature only takes one damage? So, but these. 
tentacles are now just out. Um, that they, they just manifested for that one particular <laughs> right. occasion. I look at it. I'm going to hang tight. I wish I healed you instead. <laughs> I'm going to slightly let you off the hook here. Okay. Would you like to move out of the way of the flame sphere you're standing in? I'm going to dive. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to stay Okay, right. Yep, so you don't take 2d6 to have. Um, I forgot about that. Uh, Knuckles, which by the way, if you're looking for a fucking MVP, Knuckles is probably single handedly done the most damage. Well, do you know why change it? He doesn't necessarily make damage <laughs> on your team, which well, Jeffrey's done. The skull has obviously took some damage, and I believe that well, possibly a few hits away to kill it. So let's get another arm strike. 18 plus 3, 21. Ah, you've hit it, aye. Right. So they are 2, 2d4, two, two boys. Yeah. Right, so oh. that's a 4. And that's a 4, 8. 8, Ooh. and then if you yeah. want, you can take an additional, you can make a new attack. Yeah. Right, let's go for a second attack, right? Exactly. So that's 8 so far. 16, 19. Yeah, yeah, so roll a d4. Let's go straight. Okay, so that's a 2. And then you can make another, you need to do another d20, because you make separate attacks. But you get another a bonus to right. attacks. Got you, got you. That's a 2, that's a 3. Right, so the last one just glances on me. You'll have fucking 3. Good, sort of poof poof. Eight and then a two, aye. Um, it's the skull's turn, um, and it is going to fucking turn around to this big giant who's been using him as a punching bag again. <laughs> for it, man. Come on, bring it on, big man. What's it, what is that? What's the damage here? What is your... 17. Oh, fucking nah. It misses the first one, <laughs> and it's going to use another flaming ray on you. That one hits. Oh, and that one misses as well. Right, that seems quite good on its last legs, man. Uh, Ingrid. Right, okay, so Ingrid is going to eye up where his hand axe fell when it didn't hit, and he's going to dash over to it. Okay. Um, where? So how far away is he now from everyone else in his party? I'm going to assume that he's now moved out of the way of the flaming spear. He jumps out of the way of the flaming spear. Um, Brian is next to the flaming spear. Yeah, Jeffrey and Knuckles were kinda um further down towards more the, the centre of town, the statue. And um the skull is sorta of hovering next to Knuckles. And so am I would a ten foot radius sphere what would that hit from where I am right now? What's the range on where you're able to cast it to? So I I, I cast it ten feet out from myself if I were to cast it. Okay, I'm going to cast Shatter. Um a sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from a point of your choice, my bagpipes, um, oh, fucking hell. within range. Oh shit, I can actually cast it. Oh, never mind. I don't need to cast it for myself, I can cast it in range. Uh, each creature in a ten foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Against a difficulty class of 13. So if you're hitting them, what's a tie? A tie means that you succeed. It succeeded. So Brian also needs to make a constitution. So who's within 10 feet up? Yourself, Ingrid? Uh, just Brian. Just 20 on constitution? Yeah. Right. Uh, that'll be 15. 8. Plus? 2. 10. So yeah, you fail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I need to... Hang on. Fair enough. My eight, so <laughs> 4. 7. So that's 11. So the skull takes six thunder damage. Um, 
fuck's sake! Oh, fuck, right. Skull takes three to another charge, and Brian takes 12. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> right, I'm gonna leave the game. Oh, sorry! <laughs> the skull, by the way, is looking ropey. The jaw is kind of hanging off that a little bit. I think so, man. I took a heavy pacing. Eh. Wait, you are, you must be fucking happy. I'm on eight health now. Oh, Christ, one made a bad hit and you're fucked. Hey. Jeff? Oh, God. <laughs> so you said the skull looks ropey, right? The skull is looking in a bad way. Scudden! How bad does Brian look in comparison to that? Because I've got one more level one spell you can, I can cast. You can ask Brian how bad he is. Brian, are you good? I'm not good, man. <laughs> Do you need this? If you want to, I... if you want to, if you want to meta game it a little bit, I would perhaps suggest the fact that three of you are getting to take a turn before the skulls next turn. Aye, okay. uh, man. Uh, so just yeah. level them up, man. Oh, uh, you know, you know what, Jeffrey? Don't mind me. Go just give it. Go for broke. Just give it, man. And, uh, Thank you. I'll take How it. close am I to the skull? You can certainly run over and hit it. I am just gonna do that, I'm gonna scud out of my mace. Right man, fucking attack roll. What the hell to don't leave a man down, man? <laughs> I'm I, gave my, I gave him my consent. <laughs> Brian is like fucking Eugene from Hey Arnold, he keeps getting in trouble by himself. <laughs> just leave me, just leave me, okay. Oh my god, too. <laughs> Add <laughs> forward to that. Uh, it's not going to make a difference. <laughs> and uh, he, he wasn't blessed anyway. He can only bless people. He, 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 he gets plus four to his ah, target okay. case anyway. Uh, it fails anyway. Yeah. So, um, objective. So I'm just like. Yeah. So objective reality. Casted karma. <laughs> uh, the second I passed it, I just immediately turned to Brian and go, Oh my god, I'm uh, oh my Coraline, I'm so sorry. It is Brian's turn. Um, despite the fact that I've fucking bleeded out on the floor, <laughs> you still see my arms slowly move towards my chest and my mouth and conjure up some sort of spectral saxophone. <laughs> 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 I'm casting this in a whisper. So the skull has to make a save, I guess. A wisdom saving throw. Aye. Aye, so it'll be against your shit. Seventeen. My. I think it's a pass. I would have thought so. My wisdom is pretty low. Yeah, what's your spell DC? Oh, my spell DC. So yours will probably go by your charisma, but. so I think it's plus three. Yeah. So I'd imagine it will, it will not be higher than like fifteen or yeah, thirteen or something yeah, like that. Exactly, yeah. Probably. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm thought would be to. I'm, I'm pretty sure it saves. Does it take half damage or anything? Um, if if he saves. He saved. On a failed save, on a successful save, it takes half as much damage and doesn't have to move away. Okay, so three d six, but half it. Ooh, what kind of damage? What's uh, Mick uh, McCormick? Yes. What's your What is your spellcasting ability? Is it intelligence? It's uh, charisma. It's charisma. charisma. What's your modifier? Plus three. Three. So uh, your dis- difficulty class is fourteen. So yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've not I've not passed that. Okay, McCormick. Hold on. Yep. There you go. This is me and Andy's D6. Oh. Team effort here. So it's 3D6, half it, and then add only three. It's a cat. Well, uh, 3D6 and half it. Yeah. Uh, 4, 8, uh, 4. What kind of damage is it? It is. Psychic, but. It's, yeah, well, uh, it just does the 4 then. But. I can spend one sorcery point to re-roll a number of damage points, the damage dice, 
up to my charisma modifier. Which is three. You roll three of them. You roll three of them. I'm going to re-roll one of them. Yeah. Uh, and that will be... So it's going to be a high six. Six. So 13 half. With the re-rolls, you see the fucking spectral saxophone come out as fucking Brian's like crumpled up on the ground. (laughs) Um, And the fucking blast just fucking evaporates the skull yes. it just turns into fucking a Done. pile of crumbs it's never going to dance again <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do the old um, usual and just investigate the enemies the skeleton doesn't have any paws as I get any of that you know, I'm juggling the poke there but it's wee chin that is there anything there skull dust nah is that well I take a handful of skull dust and stick it in my pocket alright uh, I immediately cradle Brian and say, somebody get this poor mortal a cup of soup. <laughs> Big Rab comes out for the starring garter. He looks, she's over, and he goes, fucking hell, boys, you should done that again. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a good night's rest at the starring garter if ever you need it. We might need it now, Rab. It goes, come in, get some dinner, and get yourselves to bed. <laughs> Start afresh in the morning. <laughs> What's on the menu? Well, Big Rab actually makes a... Have you ever had beef ham? Oh, I know. Like a... Paradoxical name. It's a paradoxical name. It's an Inverclyde <laughs> speciality. It is very thinly sliced uh, topside <laughs> beef, I think. Beef and beef That um, really quickly fries up. And there's... Love you know like that kind of spice that's on pie meat? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's got that. Like, like a, it's the old spice. So oh, like it, it kind of... It kind of really quickly fries up and it's dead greasy and in a side oh. butter all melts. It's oh, good. But breaking tea, I've never heard of this. It sounds amazing. <laughs> stick, it on a, stick it on a mountain roll, right? Oh. It's one sauce, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is Big Rab, like, race-wise? Big Rab is a dwarf. Uh, I put my armour on and it's like, you know what, for a dwarf, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> he winks at you and he goes, the milky bars are on me. <laughs> Yeah, right. One more thing. Listen, I'm sorry, but I should be a missus, right? I'm wrecked. <laughs> Do you know what, son? Fucking, if you keep killing flame skulls, you can break all the windies in my tap. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it puts the crown on your heat. Thank you very much, hey. my son. And I'll fucking use this crown to buy you a new one, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Such <laughs> over the end. Well, if you. Uh, uh, so he's, he's heading back to the end, um, Big Rab is making you those beef ham sandwiches. <laughs> and then you just going to go straight to bed. I'm going to have one more beef ham sandwich. Like. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would like one more drink before heading to bed. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> uh, uh, you sit down and you have a pint and use that a wee bit with Big Rab while yeah. the, the rest of them head up to bed. and where did you learn to fight like that, son? How oh, can I say? You're some dead. people are. Oh, wait, no, you, sit you finish the sandwich as well. He's getting right. the extra sandwiches. Right, right, right. What can I say? Certain people are born naturally better, and I'm one of those lucky few. What can I say? And hey, well, I, well, his name's Adolf, and he's time off. Lean over, expecting people to applaud me or be impressed, but nobody is. I'm not one of those elf racists. <laughs> I'm not we, an elf racist. We accept everybody here. I would hate to think that you looked down on me for being a dwarf. No, I get called myself an elf nationalist. Or uh, an elf realist, maybe. <laughs> so I'm not Korean. I am neither here nor elf, neither somebody fashion. Somebody that knows Jesus. the truth, and the truth is, elves are just better. I'm sorry. So I'm kind of nod sadly and walks back into the background. Sarab 
just before I go to bed. Still, <laughs> so you're feeling different this time. Still, still, any more theories on the the, the flame and skull? You know, you, you never, you never wondered either. And you why, just, why there might be a, a flame and skull, or is it, it just? Is it just part of the, the fabric of, um, of this, this town? And I was pretty confused that you just turned up at the end of the fight, but, and then you kind of mentioned it was us that turned up at you, so he drinks obviously hitting me again. Roast beef ham sandwich. I'll tell you something, son, before I go into the dishes. <laughs> if you want to start looking at Indy, look at our wee bastard wee rap and that fucking manky pop of his, a Toby jug. Bet you he's some but the necromancy and all sorts. Smack. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if I start investigating somewhere, go we'll look at the art manky Toby job. Noted. Uh, I finished my drink, slam it on the table and go, I fucking knew it. Knew it? I don't know. That always seemed like I was ahead of the curve. <laughs> right, so... I mean, what's the plans for the next day? He's getting up early, maybe? He's probably going to go to the Time is a fact, yeah. Do I have to do some kind of to stave off a hangover, or am I just fine? Can, yeah, I, cast, like one can I cast a cantrip to set some sort of alarm <laughs> <laughs> for seven? Uh, use wake up at six. No uh, way! Daybreak, the, he's going to bed pretty early, and the sun oh. creeping in the window actually wakes you up. During the night, I have this crazy fucking dream okay. about the mask, but no. Jim Carrey version, the comic book version, where he's sadistic. Right. And he waits on you sleeping, sort of like Freddy Krueger, and fucking like twist your boys, and you can feel all the pain, and like put blades in, and you can feel everything. How does that make you feel? Horrible, and it's a recurring dream, so I can oh, is, this why Knuckles, again. is this why Knuckles was crying at the temple? <laughs> it's been, I've been getting a sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll never know. And uh, right, um, I swap a rough night. You all wake up in the morning, you feel like refreshed, well rested, you've got all your hit points, your spell slots. Knuckles um, It's a true is, story by the way For real life Knuckles is <laughs> Knuckles is screaming He, he appears to be having night terrors That was fucking uh, I'll, uh, I'll rush over to Knuckles And uh, Just kind of gently Put his hand on his forehead And I'll be like You're alright you, You're putting your hand Through his red dreads Ah uh, exactly You're alright pal it's just, it's just a bad dream. I, I pay him no mind because night terrors pale in comparison to my knowledge of the, the nihilism that um, undergirds uh, all of physical reality. Right. Um, I think we know what's happening here. Shadow the Hedgehog has joined your party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm more focused on what I'm going to have for breakfast, so I just don't know what's going around. The creepiest thing about the dream was I remember the first time you met this masked creature. It was a kind of. It was his. Secretary, his secretary was kind of warping as well, but he was making warping stuff. So she had obviously been a victimised and knew she's working for him, so I'm going to be next. So hearing <laughs> some voices, um, <laughs> you hear a patter patter of feet coming up the stairs, we stop into dwarven legs, the door ever so slightly creaks open, and the Van Dyke bearded face, a big rab himself, big rab lava shield, creaks run. And he points at you and goes, beef ham, beef ham, beef ham, beef ham. I would have turned in a beef ham. Right, he's, um, he's, I'll get some in the pan. Uh, he's, he's frying <laughs> up your breakfast for you. My, my wee, like, uh, my little sort of comforting uh, little chat that I had with, uh, with Knuckles as he woke up uh, transferred, um, inspired him. Oh! oh. A one a bonus one d six on one ability check attack roll or save today. Uh, the bless is worn off, unfortunately. Uh, I could have guessed that. Okay, thank you very much, Ingrid. Thank you. Okay, so 
he's good down and he's don't really need to fuck about the pub unless you want to. He's can scan your beef ham sandwiches sharpish. I think we should get to get the tune. Get to the library. Get to the library. Get to the Toby joke. I need to get to the Toby No, no. I think we should do the tour. We were promised a morning library tour. We can go to the Toby joke. You were promised a morning library tour. Before yeah, making so the wee guy shit himself. Let's go and apologise. You know we made him do that. Aaron point. Uh, Jeffrey pointed at him and said shit, and then he he uh, put his cat. And I, I, I still that. feel like we should go and find out whether we can get the library to. Uh, I should, would. I've still would, that, would that suggest maybe? Yeah, that, no, would you like to go to the Toby Jump with me? <laughs> <and stuff? laughs> I've still got the guy. Was that suggested maybe me and Ingrid go to the pub because I think if he sees Jeffrey, he's going to have a pretty violent reaction. See the guy in the church. You don't know what state I left him in. <laughs> yeah, he just shat his pants and well, you you consumed. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not welcome at the church anymore. I would suggest. Put up my Maybe you two go and you know. Ingrid <laughs> and Brian would maybe get a better reaction. Ah, yeah, but okay, right. Mate. I, I promise you. I promise you. Crucified Namit Shafikros on the altar. Okay. I promise. Right. Hey, let's. Me and Brian will go to the yep. to the library. Uh, me and Knuckles are going to the Okay, so this is these are going to be happening concurrently but we'll do them like one after the other right. um, are you guys going to say he's going to meet up in the town square in a couple hours or something is that uh, right? uh, sure. what time is it currently um, it's six he's had a breakfast pint a beef ham sandwich <laughs> um, let's say it's about seven o'clock in the morning by the right. time he's uh, okay before we separate I look at everyone it's like meet up in the town centre around ten-ish that good for everyone sure fair enough Okay. okay, so uh, Knuckles and Jeffrey are going to the Toby Jug. I do investigate we, Rab. we Rab's pub, and you guys are going to the library. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let's say. Okay. Let's do the temple first. So okay. you approach, and the initiate is there. He gets up early, and he's lighting a candle. He is wearing white robes. <laughs> um, he's changed, changed out of the grey ones he was wearing yesterday. Um, he sort of looks over at you sheepishly and goes, well, what do you want? Does he give you like, a thousand yards stare after that? We can't say anything, we're not here. I, I go up to him and I say, uh, good morning. Uh, I believe uh, you mentioned to us yesterday that if we came back this morning we could have a tour of the library. Before the fucking pointy ear man made me shit myself. <laughs> I said, oh, like, uh, didn't pay any mind to that. Make uh, uh, a persuasion check. Right. <laughs> That's 22. Oh, uh, and you two seem okay. Um, yeah, I, I can I can take you up to the library and, and show you around about whatever you need to see. Um, so, yeah, uh, the, the wee man, George Barry, um, 15 year old halfling who. <laughs> Mick terrorised on night one with his theories about the, the Eldritch horrors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he, he has heard me perform though. And he, and he liked your performance yeah. as well, yeah. I should have given you yeah. advantage, good point. <laughs> yeah, I would have actually if you mentioned that. Uh, Before we go and research in the, um, in the library, I just want to ask George Barry is, uh, uh, is there any chance 
you were maybe implicated in the, in the murder of a, a famous um, a famous local character at any point in your past, just a hunch. Do, do, do. I mean, I was a big fan of Fantasy Jill Dando. <laughs> <laughs> However, as the local guard have found, um, it was actually Serbian nationalists that killed, oh, sorry, Fantasy Serbian. <laughs> 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 I have been completely exonerated. <laughs> um, if I was to approach you in the street and said, there's George Barry, he killed Fantasy Jim Cando. <laughs> How would you respond? I don't want people to look at me and think, there's George Barry, there's the man that killed Joe Dando. I want people to look at me and think, there's George Barry, there's the man that didn't kill Fantasy Jim Dando. <laughs> now Fair please enjoy the library. <laughs> Fair enough. You've got an old but quite well stocked library upstairs in the temple. You can sort of use it at your use. Um, George Barry kind of takes you around and shows you where the various sections are, you know, histories of the realm, histories of the town, various arcana, um, and, you know, there are quite a lot of books about Jergal and things of that nature. Uh, are there any staff in the library apart from George Barry? George Barry, I'm afraid. I, can I ask... He's keeping an eye on you. Can I ask George Barry... Can I apologise for what odd question this is? <laughs> but have any books uh, on... A kind of magic or particularly necromancy been taken out of the library at any time recently? So, uh, make a persuasion check on that one. Okay. Oh, natural 20. Oh, um, oh, fuck. I don't exactly know what book it took from what section. We Rab Thorngate has been coming to the library more often than would be usual for him. I don't think of him as a reader. Um, we get our usual old regulars that come in but in the last couple of weeks we Rab has popped in once or twice and we are missing a tome I actually don't know this is before the Jude Jessamon system has been invented <laughs> the high priest would probably be able to tell you exactly what he took but we Rab I suspect has taken a tome from the library Does there is a there is a there's a gap in a bookshelf is a tome shaped hole is the the high priest What's his name? Hugh Scott. Does Hugh Scott... Is he a fan of uh, music? Ice cream, I believe that is now. Hugh Scott. He kind of... He looks around like he's a little nervous and he kind of whispers to you, he's quite a joyless man. He doesn't really like much beyond his daily meditation. He eats like cold fucking turnip and... (laughs) He, 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 I, I've never seen him smile really I don't think he's got a song in his heart How so, you, so you've um, been working at this place for a while what what drew you to this library do you have a, a passion for literature or the, the written words at all uh, I follow the church of Jergal I uh, <laughs> grew up in this town and um, I'm a, a Jergal initiate uh, so totally is yours I would like just... that anime trope where I sneeze when there's something that I hear that I dislike okay you do that so it's purely because of your of your religion it's just your you feel it's your um, god given duty is that it? make a perception check Eight, 8 plus 0 you take him at face value yeah he, he he's religious he wanted to join the church okay. if um, somebody did have a burning desire to speak to Hugh 
how would one find him? I could maybe arrange a meeting with the high priest. Uh, I would have to go and check with him when he has free time. Um, I, he doesn't like to be disturbed. If you and, uh, if you went to tell him that two of the her- heroes of Larkfield, which I believe is what we're now known by... <laughs> it's, it's a little bit presumptuous. I believe <laughs> it is what we're now known by. Okay. Uh, wanted to speak to Actually, him. a lot of people have been calling you the Blackout Boys because <laughs> you got Blackout drunk and defeated that skull monster. Can you check... <laughs> can you check if he has any space in his calendar before 8pm tonight, please? I can... I, I can check with him uh, this noon, and um, if you meet me at the, you know, the Star and Garter, oh, fact, of course you do. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll meet you in the Star and Garter uh, about two o'clock, and I, I can see if I can arrange a meeting. Before this meeting, can I um, have a, a look through the more kind of arcane section of the library and see if I can find out anything about flaming skulls? So, now you get to make an arcana check. You are using the library to investigate, just as my notes has. <laughs> <laughs> Plus four. One fuck, rolls have been so fish. Ah, seven. You pour through the books for a good while. Under the arcana section, you actually can't find that much. You find a footnote in one of them that sort of maybe might point you towards looking in the religion section. Okay. I'm giving you a free roll <laughs> on a different thing. We're <laughs> <laughs> looking in the religion section, which I also have a plus four on. Twelve. Okay, you find a holy book on fighting undead creatures. Um, under the entry for flame skulls, most of the information seems to be sort of esoteric in nature. Okay. Um, parts of it are written in some kind of angelic language, you don't understand. <laughs> but you do uncover the fact that uh, the source for it is always a summoner. So the flame skull isn't coming out of nowhere. There is somebody within range of the thing you gather in town that is summoning this thing every day. Can I gather if uh, flaming skulls have any particular weaknesses? I mean, they don't on the in the book. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I, I, don't, I, 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 like, I tried. <laughs> um, I mean, you want to? You you can do some some boning up. Maybe look into the town's history or yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is, can I look around? Uh, and see, is there anything kind of in the library as I'm kind of trotting about looking that looks like it might be particularly germane to our situation that Brian hasn't already looked at? I would be like, yeah, make an investigation roll, and then when you pass that, I'd be like, you know, it's a big tome is missing, but you like, you did We've that already one. done that. So, <laughs> I think we made even more specificity. That, that, being, that being the case. So, we've already looked, so, out of character, we've got an idea of who, the, the fact that there has been a significant tome has been taken out. We think we know who it was. We think now that the flame skull is being summoned by someone. You could probably find out more from studying. Can I have a look? Uh, just through the, the the same books that Brian was looking through, just in case there's anything that my dwarfy body go for an arcana check. Imagination might find that he didn't. Fourteen. Yes, 
So you end up being pointed to the same religious book as Brian, but um, as you're flicking through, you kind of notice more detail for whatever reason. Um, the the flame skull you discover um, is the soul of a powerful deceased magic user, and as long as the summoner, summoner retains parts of its desecrated corpse, it can't be destroyed. You either have to kill the summoner and destroy the desecrated corpse or, you know, bury it again and uh, put it to rest. It can actually rejuvenate within an hour. Can I um, nick that book that we've been looking at? Yes, make a slight hand check. Or you can just jab a guy. 22. You fucking palm it, yeah? You've, you've got the, the book. It's, uh, it's called The History of Undead Creatures. Cool. Can I can I speak to um, I forgot his name. Sorry, George, George Barry. <laughs> can I speak to George Barry and ask George? Just interested. What um, what shifts do you work in here usually? Oh, I'm, yeah. a, I'm an initiate. I live here and I, I, I attend to the temple. So your work never stops. Yeah. If I still have time before meeting um, the rest of the party, can I try and do a little bit of reading about the socio-political uh, history of this part of the world? Sure. Um, okay, why don't you make a history check? But we'll say that all of this has taken two hours. Okay. <laughs> Fucking hell, we're going to wreck one of the time they can uh, 12 plus 2, 14. So, you find out that the town of Larkfield is actually named after Lucky Lark, <laughs> uh, who was a halfling adventurer whose cottage was said to be on the spot that the town was founded on. Um, him and his party of adventurers went on to perform many feats of great renown. He died about 200 years ago, uh, and there was a statue of him in the centre of town. Ah, okay. um, his role in the party was that of a wizard. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be helpful to your quest, but I'm glad I found it out anyway. <laughs> I mean, if you were, if you were like, paying attention to everything, like, you <laughs> been. We'll see. Um, so... We are going over to fucking hell. Jeffrey oh, uh, and Knuckles are rocking up to the Toby Jug, the the other pub in town. Let me see. Have we not been there for rules? No, we've done. We've done, we've done. <laughs> no, this like so. This is happening yeah. while they're oh, doing concurrently, that. right? Okay. Aye. Um, so as they've been at the temple, this is us showing up at the Toby. So it's, it's fucking early in the morning so the bar is noticeably quite empty um, there are like two patrons in and the both of them both of them fucking immediately start giving you the evil eye as you're walking in um, Standard. The, the ale here actually is cheaper you can see from the board above the bar um, but you, you look into the fucking tankards these guys have got and it looks fucking watered down uh, there's an ever so slight smell of like raw and damp permeating the atmosphere Yes, you please. see the wee man himself, fucking wee rab, uh, behind the bar. He is currently spitting into a glass. Right. Um, he's short, he's got wavy white hair, black eyes, brown skin. Um, he's about average height for a halfling, he's got a regular build. There you go. So, I fucking day first action, I'll go up to the barman, behind the bar. I believe his name's wee rab, is that right? Wee rab, fucking Aye, right. And I'll do um, some. Uh, performance and um, dance from quite like Dana Shaman Monk. Okay, alright. I um, make a performance check. Okay. So roll the d20. Yeah. 13, 16, or 13, and then performance to 15. Nah. 
That's pretty good. Please, I rub me. And then we Rab starts doing a really fucking weird, like off-putting, <laughs> so, like, very, very sexual, like slow dance. Like he's rubbing his nipples and like licking his lips <laughs> and he does not break eye contact with you like, for a second. That's you know, my kind of initiation. My, per- my performance was initiation for you to initiate your true form, and you have showed me that you're a creepy bastard. So. I would like to ask you about um, some stuff that's going on in this too, because the way you're conducting yourself, Mister, shows me that you could hold some answers. Answers to fucking what? Eh? <laughs> uh, anyway, great. Uh, <laughs> I show up and be like, "Sorry, my friend Knuckles here is a bit confrontational. <laughs> We're over at that other elitist bar run by that." Horrible racist dwarf. Uh, it's like Aaron fucking Garner. Exactly. Bet you got the shits for his shitey beef ham sandwiches. Oh eh? my god, we're oh, on the oh, park for the whole day. It was horrible. We found from the local people that this was a more reputable pub to go to. So are we going to persuade him? Uh, he's he doesn't like what you're selling. He doesn't really believe. He's he's kind of he's narrowing his eyes a little bit. Oh. We found out that. Perhaps maybe this would be more accommodating to a high elf like myself and uh, whatever the fucking knuckles is. Okay. One cup and a glass, what can I get you? Right, so we need to pers- persuade this rap to give us some answers. I know that. Um, I've got answers if the question is beer. Otherwise, gonna fuck out my pub. You've been through quite a lot here, Matt, right? And you're weak too. Um, and we're just after fighting a flaming skull. So, my question to you is. Oh, what do you do? Let me go and get my fucking medal from the medal box, eh? Right, <laughs> right you pedantic bastard. My, my question to you is what can you tell me about crystal skulls? And I want to use my persuasion check. <laughs> Make a persuasion check. It says. Um, <laughs> Look mate, I know fuck all about it and that's the truth. Yeah, I believe you're up. That's a 20 year old. Has there been any weird instances that you've noticed going around town? Aye, a big fucking blue cunt came in and did a dance at my bar. <laughs> Apart from my friend Nicole's here. Anything else noteworthy before me and my party showed up? Noteworthy? Or maybe the fact that a skull flies in and burns the town down every night. Every night? How long has that been going on for? I don't fucking know, eh? A couple of weeks? I didn't ken. How long have you been here for, wee rap? And how much have you disliked big rap for? I fucking hated that cunt since the minute I was born. Hmm. It's no easy running the Toby junk. My dad... We are rap. <laughs> His dad, big big rap. You know, was rapping starting that. It's not easy for the wee raps of the world against the big raps. Aye. I must ask you. Big rap is saying that in yourself has mentioned that these skulls seem to come every night. What's your suspicions of, of, of why they're doing it? 
I'll tell you who's probably doing it. I'll be that big fucking dwarven cunt, big rab, trying to put me out of business, eh? He's jealous of my sophisticated pup, and as he says that, somebody burps. <laughs> Talking to Rab, I I am up and ask him, do you really not know anything about this giant flaming skull? At the same time, I would like to cast... Bazona Truth! Bazona Truth, exactly. So he has to be 13... Or is it 14 now? Uh, what check is it? It'll be your DC. Your, your, your dispel DC, hang on. So McCormick's is 14 now. I don't know if... Uh, yours is 13 still. Oh, shit. We Rab is caught in your zone of truth. Oh! Uh, let's get some answers. So, Anything you ask him, he has to tell the truth. But... Um, he's not going to volunteer extra information, it's only what you ask him, he's only going to give you honest answers to questions. Okay, so do you honestly not know anything about this giant flying skull? Like, mate, I've honestly got no fucking idea. The thing comes in every night. <coughs> I'm no wiser than fucking anybody else. It's fucking bumming my customers as well as anybody's, I don't know. Is there anybody in this pub that might know that, apart from yourself? <laughs> Nobody drinks here, this place is a shit hole. What are they Fucking wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> Spend about fucking two copper a day between staring into their tie cards. I'm fucking dying here. Rob, R- you into your dark arts? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a little bit shifty. Um, what kind of dark arts? Um, maybe necromancy. Yeah, in particular. Nah, nah, no necromancy. Look, if you must know. Kill a few people in my younger years. <laughs> I'm, an I'm an assassin by trade. Um, can take quite a lot of kind of rogue type shit. Has there been any high profile people you've been assassinated to kill in this town alone that would potentially be seeking revenge? I can honestly tell you, I'm not trying to kill anybody in this town. This town, you've not tried to assassinate anyone? Not recently. So who have you pissed off in recent times when you try to assassinate people? You must have pissed off people. Nobody ever caught me, I was good. Retired. <laughs> Started running my dad's pub. What's your correlation with this girl? I told you. <laughs> I don't fucking know anything about this girl. I don't know any more than you fucking do. It's bombing my customers as well. Are you the work here's done, Temple Bound? <laughs> Not yet. No, honey. <laughs> <laughs> You said this job has been bumping your customers too. Has there been any noteworthy customers that went to your pub that the skull specifically targeted? None that I can think of. The skull seems to attack pretty indiscriminately, if I'm honest. I can't. If you're looking for a pattern to what it does, no, it could bomb down in one cottage the day or attack the stone houses the next day. It's Are you familiar with George Barry from the, the temple? That wee prick, aye. Aye, right, fucking wee traitor. A traitor, aye? Who's he a traitor? Fucking halfling boy going and worshipping the human gods. Fuck him. Who is it you worship? Shit, he's compelled to tell the truth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he whispers under his breath. I worship Shaw, the Lady of Darkness. <laughs> I thought <laughs> that information could get me into a lot of trouble with the town guards. Like, he's fucking under your heart. Right, okay. Uh, so tell us more about this god that you... Wait, no, 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 no. Is there any other worshippers of Shar in this village? <laughs> he starts getting a nosebleed. 
was it Barry? Was Barry, <laughs> was Barry perhaps a follower before he switched to the human gods? He goes, <laughs> I need to tell you the truth. There is another. <laughs> My wife, we Roberta, <coughs> she worships Shah as well. Where does we Roberta currently work or reside? He points to the corner and a really ugly halfling woman <laughs> with like barely any teeth looks up and smiles at you. Right, okay. And I'm guessing she's outside of the zone of truth. Yep. Of we, course. We might need you to take zone of truth again on, on Bertha. Ah, I don't want to waste my other zone to What time level is it? Um, so, I think I said that your shit in the morning took up about two hours. So, while this is going on, kind of coming up for like nine o'clock. Right, okay, so it's still got a few hours. Right, okay. you've got plenty of time. Right, right Bertha. Um, right. Yep. Uh, listen, your man's just stuck in, right? We know what you're doing, right? You're into the occult and all that shit. So, fancy right. getting into my cult yourself? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she, um, she grabs your balls. <laughs> do your worst, right? We rap us in the bar like crying. I'll let you do whatever you want. Uh, this, if you give me some answers, I'm going to hook him or sell it to you better. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you first, my dear. She, she pulls out a rolling pin. Right. She right. goes, you first, then me. So I'll be using my, uh, I'll be using my robotics to take that off. I don't her. think about it. Um, yeah, make slight hand, maybe. Make slight a hand. Right. So I'll be taking that rolling pin off her, just in case she does some damage, you know. I don't know what she rolls to contest this. Uh, it depends if it's a contest or a check. Contest. Contest. contest, so it would be slight of hand is uh, dexterity, I think. I'll just do a dexterity. 11. Th- 14. 17. Not so fast, me dear! You don't have enough skill! <laughs> 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 I fucked that one too much. What do you want? Might I suggest, my lord, that I'm not an important enough character to even have stats on the nose? <laughs> I suggest you deal with me, darling husband. Hey, okay. uh, Hold sh- on, do you know anything about this big skull? Uh, what important I'm someone in the skull! She starts like rubbing her tits and laughing at you. Can you shut She's creeping me She like flicks a bit of spat at you and starts like. <laughs> <laughs> and she takes up at my hair to make a voodoo and all that. <laughs> we don't need to do anything. We need to ignore her and start talking to her husband again. Back to Rab then. Back to Rab. Well, Rab. Rab. Uh, what the wee piece you got here? Um, <laughs> ah, she's a fucking piece. Piece of what, Corey? Piece of uh, ham. <laughs> what is your history with Big Rab? Tell you something. Something named Dana's to nose. Right. I used to fucking love the gun with my brother. Okay. We were part of the same adventuring party. He was a frontline fighter. I was a rogue. We had like a cleric and a wizard. It was great. Best years of my life. We came back here. He started running his pub. I started running mine. He's practically running me out of business. Know what I mean? Okay. I might have called his wife a cunt and try to stab his dad. But a bygones be bygones. Well, I smashed his window and tried to take his wife in the journey ways. I'll you. You know what? My wife likes you as well. If you want to get my bird off and looking for a fault. Would you be up for uh, maybe 
if we can get you and Rab together and make it maybe ask <laughs> you can try together. get Lee Rab and the journey Big Rab and the same Bob would it be would it be worthwhile and fruitful to have the two of you together and perhaps we can sort out a few old issues I, I should, I can he, he turns he turns away and he's like he's still he's crying a little bit and he's like no I never want to see that man again in my life the big anyway no I never want to see that man again Um that's nowhere near surprise surprise right alright we up. thank you by the way you've actually been all bad so after all that he's only even buying a fucking pint I will have a couple of drinks please right so he he makes you up a couple of pints at Halfling Redale and they are noticeably watered not as nice but it's cheaper while the boys complete their investigation of the flame skull will they get arrested will Knuckles find more shite to eat stay tuned in part two whenever the fuck we actually get to play it Um Seven left his wife for a lover, forty years younger. Who's that for that fucking tribute? <laughs> I gave my husband for a man forty years younger. <laughs>